Welcome to the Impact this week on TSN 690. I'm Joey Alfieri. With me is our soccer analyst, Grant Needham. We've got a lot to get to over the next hour. Not only will we recap the win over Chicago and preview Saturday's match against TFC, we'll also be joined by some great guests along the way. At 7.15, FC Montreal's assistant coach Simon Gaddy will join us to talk about the USL season and some of the promising prospects in the Impact Academy. At 7.30, we've got a special treat. Ready for this one, boys? Impact striker slash winger slash midfielder, whatever you want to call him, Damo Duro, will join us in studio for a full half hour. Uh, so that he'll be here from 7.30 to 8 o'clock. So that should be a whole lot of fun. If you want to get in touch with the program and have your voice be heard, you can tweet us at Joey Alfieri, at Grant Needham, and you can also follow the show the Imp- at The Impact this week. The phone lines are also open at 514-790-1690. Grant? It was a pretty wild weekend in Chicago. It was still a lot sick. of fun. I, you know what? You I'm still, still sick. I'm still a little bit three under the weeks, weather. Three weeks, three Wednesdays, and I have to sit on this side of the booth so I don't get sick from you. Yeah, that's uh, that's where we're at right now. A strange game, actually, on the weekend, Joey. <laughs> Speaking of, strange strange, strange, that, strange that you're still sick. Yep. Absolutely strange that you're still sick. But strange game on the weekend with Montreal coming away 2-1 victory. They dominate a game on the road. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. In possession. Okay. Let me finish. The first half was not domination. It was domination, 65% of the ball Montreal had. It wasn't meaningful possession. I agree with you. It's possession with a purpose. That's what they talk about. But when you you dominate possession on the road that much, how poor was that Chicago team? They only got scoring chances on the break. And of course, it was a Bononike with a fantastic finish that just curled it over the top of Bush. But down one nothing, and you look at your team and you say, all right, we've dominated possession, but boy, at halftime, the coaching staff made the right moves. There was way too many passengers in that first half for the Montreal Impact. Obviously, second half, different result. You come away with three points, 2-1 victory. The stars that had to be stars were stars for Montreal in that game. Oduro into the box for Drogba. Beautiful touch. Goal! Drogba! Behind his back, looking the other way. Makes it look that easy. 1-1. The impact have tied it up. Your stars, you're asking your stars to be stars, Grant. And as soon as Drogba came on, it changed for everybody in blue. It, it changed did. for everyone. It in changed blue. for everyone. It changed for the Chicago team as well. You can look around and you see them. They're all watching. Where's Drogba? What's he doing? What's going on? And it took away from their defensive shape. And all of a sudden, we talked about this before, Joey, in different shows, different games. What is he going to bring? He brings the factor of people notice him. They start, you know, defenders start crowding around him, creating opportunities and space for the other guys. Once he was instilled, Montreal had a belief that they were going to win. And obviously, it comes true, 2-1 victory. He scores that goal. All he does is score goals. It's amazing how he might have he might not be the same player outside the 18-yard box, but inside he has that instinct. He gets in the right place, and he just knows how to finish. It's incredible. And, and I mean, you saw him come on, and, and obviously, I don't know your vantage point, Grant, from where you guys were in the booth, but watching on TV from here, he got on, and right away, right off the bat, oh, he's pointing out something to Vendry Lefebvre. Like, vocal, right off the bat, and it's just like, it's a calming presence. Like, guys, chill, I'm here. We're going to take care of business. And that's exactly it. It's, hey, 
I am going to lead, you follow. In the back now, you've got, obviously, Simo, the best defender in the league, in my opinion. He's back there. He's orchestrating the defense from that, his point of view. Drogba, now he's up top. He's orchestrating what he sees. And the two guys are like having two additional coaches on the field. It's fantastic. And the belief that been there, done that feeling that Drogba puts into the players. And he says, after scoring the goal, he celebrates a bit. He's there, get back on our half. This is not done yet. We still have a job to do to get to three points. And you could see the guys who all of a sudden from slouch shoulders and playing okay, but not really getting it done. All of a sudden, they're on the front foot winning battles and Chicago had no chance after that. It was funny following along on Twitter. And I know you you guys obviously can't follow along as much as you'd like on Twitter, but... um, just down 1-0, and then even tied 1-1, the fan reaction was kind of like every time Piatti took that extra touch because he did it quite a bit, Grant, and he wouldn't dish it off to Oduro, you would have people like, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing, Piatti? What are you doing? And then, and then Grant, in, in typical Piatti fashion, <laughs> in typical Piatti fashion. Piatti, Drogba, to the back post, on a run, shot, Piatti, goal! Nacho Piatti! Jumps for joy. And and at the end of it, you know what, Grant? When I was sitting there watching on my couch, I'm like, I just laughed to myself. I'm like, because that's what he is. He's going to make you frustrated at times, but then he's going to take the game over and you're going to forget everything. Well, talking to Patrice Bernier, and Patrice Bernier is talking about how good Piatti is. He is so good that he can take over again at any time. He's phenomenal. And so then you look and you go, but why doesn't he take it over all the time and be 90 minutes and be that guy? And he said, well, maybe because he knows he can take over anytime, he doesn't feel that he has to go out. And then when you need a bit of magic, there's no one better in the league than him. He takes the players on, looks up, and <laughs> out of nothing, he bends that ball to the top shelf. And it wasn't just a bent ball to it the was top ridiculous. shelf. It was ridiculous. It was moving. It's like a frozen rope that just went in the top shelf. And everyone was stunned because you're thinking he's going to take him on. It's in the back of the net, and all of a sudden Montreal's up 2-1. So you bring in Drogba, you've got Piatti, you've got Marco Donadell that came in, and when he came in, he settled things down in the midfield, I thought, very well. Yeah. You know what? I thought, for me, the unsung hero of the whole night was Vondril Lefebvre. He steps in Lefebvre for Cabrera. Was really good coming Cabrera in. goes down with those, uh, you know, and takes two shots to the head in less than two minutes. Yeah. He's, you know, bell was rung a bit. He gets out. I like the fact they took him out, didn't keep him in there. And all of a sudden, Lefebvre comes in, and he does not miss a beat. He actually tracked down a Bonanike when he was on a break. And you know, stride for stride, get into him. And I thought, wow, this is a guy that's been waiting for his opportunity to play. And it, for me, stepped up in a big way. You're listening to The Impact this week on TSN 690. Joey Alfieri and Grant Needham with you until 8. Grant, you know what was, you know what was overly impressive to me? Regarding Lefebvre, all he has is 90 minutes in his legs from a game he played FC Montreal at the end of the month. That That's it. That's all he had. He's played 90 minutes of USL soccer. He comes in, has to play extended minutes because of an injury. And it was, he was uh, for me, it was, I, I don't want to say off the charts, but he was, was very he was. good. I'm going to say off the charts. That's how good he was. With Simal orchestrating everything, he is rock solid. And I think that uh, Lefebvre stepping in, didn't miss a beat. Montreal got better as a second half. Obviously, when you inject Drogba into the lineup, anyone's going to be better. But if people were worried about what's Drogba going to be like last year, was that just a flash? First games, you know, real minutes that he played, meaningful minutes. 
He leads the team in victory again, gets the first goal. Another classic back heel. Don't know how he even knew where the net was on that situation. He's ridiculous. He's, he is, he's ridiculous is the good word for him. And I just love that Montreal, when he's on the field, they believe they can beat anybody. And with him there, they can. Uh, he spoke actually at training today. Finally, uh, Didier Drogba did. Spoke for 11 minutes combined in English and French. So we'll get to that a little bit later on in the show, Grant. But coming up next, we've got assistant coach for FC Montreal, Simon Gaddy. I caught up to, with him a little bit earlier on today. And uh, I think he's got a couple uh, couple shots in him. Uh, he's, he's ready for you, Grant. He better be ready. You're listening to The Impact This Week on TSN 690. Welcome back. Impact This Week. Joey Alfieri, Grant Needham with you until 8 you want to have your say, Montreal Impact, FC Montreal, you can find us on Twitter at Joey Alfieri, at Grant Needham. Tweet the show. It's uh, at Impact This Week. And uh, Grant, I have the opportunity. I know you're you're very busy, but I have the opportunity to do the play-by-play for, for FC Montreal games. And so I get to see FC Montreal, and I get to see uh, a lot of the uh, hotshot prospects coming up. And I get to see them a little bit more frequently than you. And I also get to see the hotshot coaches that are coming up through the FC Montreal ranks. Guys like Philippe Lafoy and Jack Stern. Those guys are top-notch. Uh, you're missing one. Who is that? You're missing one. Am I? I think you might be missing one. We have him on the phone right now. Simon Gaddy, I caught up with you a little bit earlier on this morning. I know we had some fun. What's going on, Simon? How you doing, Joey? I'm very good. Yourself? How hey. you doing, Grant? Good. How you doing, Simon? Good. Uh, good. good to hear you. I was telling Joey that... Hold on. Back in your playing career, you and I yeah. sat and talked a little bit, and I gave you some advice. Do not go into coaching. And what do you do? Typical, you go into coaching. I, I don't seem to remember that, though. Uh, of course you don't remember that. <laughs> he, was wor- he was worried that you'd uh, steal his franchise records, uh, Simon. That's why he didn't want you to play. He wanted, you, he wanted to get you in the coaching. The one person ASAP. I wasn't worried about oh, is Simon oh. scoring goals. Two oh. goals. Hey, Grant, what was it? Four, four goals in four games? Or three uh, five, no, 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 no. It's five and Jeez. five. Five and five. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Five, five and five. It's the only record I have. You better remember that one. <laughs> Live in the past, Grant. <laughs> Always, Simon. Uh, what's it been like? You know, you're you're dealing with um, guys who are essentially 17 to 22 years old, and you're playing pro. How, how's that been? How's that challenge been for you? Uh, it's been tough. It's been tough, but um, you know, we got a we got a good group of guys, and 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 yeah, I know it, it, it's tough because. You got 17 and, and 20 year olds playing against pro, and and we're there for development. So you know it, it's it, it's really tough in that aspect because to get results with 18, 19, 20 year olds, it's going to be tough when you're playing against uh, uh, 25 year olds. So we're we're happy. We're really really happy that we got this this USL for the for the young players because it's it's very 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 important that they have that for them to develop and, and get into the first team. But uh, as I said again, we're going to lose a lot of games, but. Uh, we know that, but as long as we see the end end game where we're going to have uh, young players developing at this level and ready for the first team when they come in at 20, 21, 22, then that's all that matters. For, that's all that matters to us. Perfect. Getting on that, Simon. Yeah. For the academy to be successful, how do we know when the academy is going to be successful? Is it when you're uh, winning games? If you're producing players for the first team? Oh yeah, yeah. You're exactly right, Bruce uh, or Grant. It's when we're going to have first team. Uh, players from the academy coming to the first team and making an impact. That's, I think that's the toughest, uh, the toughest part of the job. Uh, and and Joey spends a lot of money for that to happen, so it, it, it it's not easy. Uh, and when we get these players that are going to be, uh, you know, these gems that, that that we have into the first team, that's going to be that's going to be the vital 
vital uh, uh, thing for us to do. And you'll know the academy is doing well when we have a, a guy in the first team that is getting regular minutes and, and not that just that fringe guy that's going to be there, so to speak. He's FC Montreal assistant coach Simon Gaddy joining us on The Impact this week. Simon, let's talk about one of those gems, a guy who's been in the news this week, Balou Jean-Yves Tabla. Yeah. Uh, you've seen him up close. There's some European interest. I mean, what kind of player is this? Yeah, he's uh, he's a very, very exciting player, a young player. Um, you know, he's a type of player that's going to make a difference in the game, and you saw the game against TFC uh, as he played 90 minutes and, and didn't make the difference. Every time he gets on the ball, he's exciting. Uh, you're always wondering what he's going to do, but he has the potential to, to change the game, and that's that's what's special about uh, about Jive. But uh, as well, good kid, good attitude, uh, you know, loves to be in Montreal, in his home city. So he's a player that we that we're very very excited about, and 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 he deserves to get some some praise because he's he's going to be a, a very very special player. So he's the next guy. He's the guy that you think is going to be the one. We're that... hoping, you know. Again, we every player in the academy has potential to be a pro. Uh, obviously, you have some that have more potential than others, but. Uh, with his age being a 99, he technically should be playing U16 this year. He would be a second-year U16 playing in the USSDA, and he's, you know, he's definitely a, a starter for the USL side. So, just just the basis of that, uh, you have to you have to keep your eyes open for that boy. A 1999 grad. How old? How old yeah. do you guys feel? I'm, he, he's, I'm not, I'm not he said grand, 16, so and I can't grand. remember 16. He's, hey, I'm a, I'm an 89, and I'm nowhere close to being as old as you, and I have 10 years on, on Baloo. <laughs> Simon, um, it's been a tough start to the year. Yeah. Uh, 0-3, yeah. I know you guys aren't going to be thrilled about that. How has the team looked in the early going? No, we're. I think the main thing, the main difference from last year, Joey, is that we're, we're competitive. Last year was our first year in the league, uh, you know, First professional game for these young players. Uh, unfortunately, we've gotten off to an 0 3 start this year. But I think the main difference from last year and what we're what we're keen on this year is that we're competitive every game, and we've made it uh, important for the guys to know that our goal is definitely to make the playoffs. Um, but again, as, as mentioned before, you're you have 17, 18, 19, 20 year olds, so we know it to be realistic, and and we definitely believe that the team can make the playoffs and. Uh, you know, we tend to make a lot of rookie mistakes, so to speak, and that's sometimes going to be normal. So we could play well in the game uh, and play within our principles and our philosophy, and we're doing well in the game. And then, you know, we can have silly errors that are, you know, errors of concentration, giving the ball away in our defensive third, or or not or not playing one on one view, one v one properly, and not covering and getting punished for it. So that's what I, I think the main uh, the main problem has been with with the group, which can be expected since we're, we're so young. So if we can clean up that, uh, we're competitive. We're competitive in the league, and, and I think we can have a good shot to, to make the playoffs. I love the word philosophy, Simon. Yeah. And now important. you said there's a million, you know, not a million, but there's tons of teams and academies all over the world, and they yep. all have their philosophy. What yep. would you like to see the Montreal Impact? What philosophy, academy, team that you'd like to see them imitate? Uh, well, well, listen, I mean... <laughs> I guess everyone wants to imitate Barca, right? But, you know, we have our own philosophy and, and what, what we want as an academy is that our U13s play as our U18s, as our U16s, and as our, as our FC Montreal team. So we're a team that's going to look to, to play an exciting game. And, and what's interesting is that, you know, we'd rather win a game 5-4 than one nothing. you know? So like that, that shows that you're going to have, uh, you're going to want to go forward, get goals, um, get, get men forward, you know, get men forward all the time. But obviously... 
having some balance in the back. So that's a that's a principle that's that's very important to us to be exciting. We want to we want the fans to come when they come to the game or when we have a player from the first team or sorry from the academy that goes to the first team that they can say right away, oh man, that you can tell that that boy's been developed within the academy because of the style of play and and how and how the the player plays. So that's that's very important for us. How hard was it, Simon, to go from playing, knowing your career is done as a player, and then transitioning yeah. over to the coaching staff? Well, I think it's uh, I think it's a bit natural because it's interesting as I as I stopped my career in 2011, I, I never really thought about coaching to be honest, but uh, it kind of came up in a discussion with with Jason DeTulio when he was with the academy and. And I think it was just a natural, a natural path. Uh, you know, I, I love the game. I've been around the game my whole life. Been with the Impact for for ten years now. It's my tenth season as a player and a coach. So, it's kind of all I know, to be honest. I, I, I don't know how to explain that, but uh, uh, it's it's great to be around young kids and coaching and trying to give them good, good lessons for for them to to you know to be able to have the tools and to to become a pro. So, uh, yeah, that's about it. Simon, does you know you're dealing like we've mentioned you're dealing with younger guys? Yeah. Uh, do they ever, you know, play the old practical joke on the uh, on the head coach, the assistant coach, every once in a while? Uh, they ever get you yet. good? Come on, be not, honest. Not yet, not yet, not but, yet. Uh, I, yet. I might expect it. I'm not yet. I might expect it because I know as an assistant I have to have a bit more of a rapport than 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 the head gaffer, which is which is normal as an assistant. So. I get on, you know, I try to get on quite well with the guys and, and, and know them on a more personal level, but uh, not yet. I don't know if they're, they're going to, but I'll, I'm going to keep my eye open for that just in case. More talented soccer player, you or Jack Stern? Oh, well, he's a better goalie, but I think I'm a better a better field player. You or Grant Needham at your peak? Uh, Grant Needham. Come on, Simon. <laughs> we spoke, I didn't, say, I we didn't spoke, say a word, guys. We spoke this I morning. did not say a word. We spoke this this is why Simon's on the show. He just speaks the truth. Right. We just spoke the, the truth. He's, he's a founder, you know? That's, that's oh, stop that. that. Simon, don't do these things because you get to hang up. Anytime, I have to stay Simon. Here. Simon, anytime you want back on the show, you're in. Thanks. Hey, Th- hey, thanks for doing this, Simon. I'll, 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 hey, Grant, I'll take the envelope. Uh, there you go. Tonight, okay? <laughs> if, listen, if you can get some money out of Grant Needham, my friend, you are good. Uh, Thanks for doing this, Simon. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Have a good night. Simon Gaddy, FC Montreal assistant coach. I'm not Delusional sure. I'm bit. not sure that I was a better player. I like Simon. Simon was one of those. He's smooth and fluid when he was on the ball. You know, it just... Uh, he was a very useful player for the Montreal Impact. I'm what? not sure if he was a founder. No, no, he said you were a founder. Oh, I know I was a founder. I'm not sure if he Stop was. That. he's in the same category as a founder, Stop. but he was a solid player. Our next guest better crush this franchise record that you own this year, Grant. Five goals in five games. Dominic Roduro is going to tell me how he's planning on doing that when we come back. Welcome back, Impact, this week on TSN 690. Joey Alfieri, Grant Needham with you till 8. You can chime in on Twitter at Joey Alfieri, at Grant Needham, at Impact this week. But for right now, our special guest is in studio, and he can be found on Twitter at FreakyFast, right? Is it at FreakyFast? Yeah. Dominic Uduro, welcome. What's going on, man? How you been? Thank you for having me. Um, It's been great. Um, just, just chilling, you know, day off um, after practice. Dominic, I mean, the hair. The hair. The hair is different. Yeah. The hair is different. Yeah. Um, is that because you're cleaning it? To have something special for the home opener? I always do something special for a home game. So um, after two weeks, I thought it was time for us to just um, 
you know just clean it out and then start some new so i have something in works um just talked to my stylist yesterday again we're working on something so we'll see what happens what are the odds that whatever you do you can get your pr guy eric Forrest to do because i i think that's what i want to see i want to see one of your haircuts on him I think that they have to be a bet or a challenge, and maybe, really, maybe we can race. Uh, give him twenty yards, go like a hundred meters, and see see what happen after walking. For oh, oh. <laughs> shots are fired already. <laughs> Dom, big week on the week, uh, big win on the weekend. Yep. Two one down, one nothing at halftime. All of a sudden, the guy that people were looking about, talking about, gets into the field, ends up scoring, and you win two one. What was the game like when you stepped on the field? Um. I mean, I, th- I think uh, everybody knows first half wasn't good enough. Um, we weren't moving the ball quicker. Um, we were just too slow going forward. So, you know, in the locker room, I mean, Maro just said it wasn't good enough. I mean, I, I can't literally tell you all that he said, but, like, you guys know, obviously, um, he-, he let us have it. And-, and we also knew it wasn't good enough. So it was just a matter of us basically just getting back and, and-, and doing what we do best, that is try to try to um, keep possession of the game and... and-, and- make stuff happen and, and we're able to do that and uh, as you can see uh, as most of you saw Drogba came in did his thing uh, Piari I mean what a goal you, you can't even write that script any better but um, I mean we're, we're able to turn uh, things around and uh, it shows the kind of team that we have right now Maro like he looks like that quiet guy but I was there today and he ripped into you guys pretty good today yeah um, I mean I always say he, I, I, I don't know if I'm I'm gonna say that he's like the silent assassin, you know, something like that. He, he, he's so quiet. Quiet like, and carries a big stick. <laughs> no, he's just quiet. But you know, you know when 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 that time comes for a kill, you know he's right there to to let you know to let you have it. And I I, I think I, I said this to you, Grand, the last time. He's the kind of coach that you want to play for. Um, I don't know if I said that to you already. You have said that to me, and yeah. a lot of people have said that about Morabiela. Yeah, he's the kind of coach that you want to play for. So again, if he says. You know, run. You say how fast. If he says, uh, you know, uh, just jump. You say how high. And he's the kind of coach. Um, he has the charisma on the players, and um, we're fortunate to have him. And I think everybody's responding well to him right now. Um, it looks like everybody's on the same page, and and uh, now it's just a matter of us staying consistent on that, which is really tough in this league. But um, hopefully we get it right. Everybody's in shape. Um, a few guys are back, so it looks good right now. Dom, you started up. You started up top. Obviously, things in the first half didn't work out so well. There wasn't a ton of movement. All of a sudden, Drogba comes in. You switch out over to the right hand side, and things just opened up in the second half. There was so much room, both on the right side and the left side. You had opportunities. You, you know, you set up both goals. Pass into Drogba, back heel, and then you find you know a thirty yard ball into space for Piatti, and all of a sudden he does his thing. What was the difference? You know, when you moved outside, a little bit more room for you. Yeah, um, I, I mean, we all know um, my my what I bring to the game, uh, um, and that is speed. And 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 what I always want is to have that one v one situation. And and um, some games are different. Some games, yeah, I think me staying up top is better. But um, we all know we have um, our maestro Drogba, and uh, <laughs> I mean he was ready to go in that game. You so. don't mind stepping aside with him? Yeah, comes into I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind stepping aside for him because we all know what he can do. I mean he's called for fun. You can't take that away from him. Um, so it's just a matter of you know trying to feed him the ball, 
And um, I just do what I do best. You know, once I get the ball, my, my main idea is I'm going to outrun you. Um, th- that is th- that is um, the, the talent that I have. And I always tell people I'm not a kind of guy that is going to dribble. I'm not a piatti. I'm not I'm not a kind of guy. What I have is speed, and I will run you, and that is what has been working for me. And I'm going to stick to that because that is what makes me who I am. You talk about Dominico Duro, you talk about speed. And that's the first thing that comes up. So uh, once Hair. I get the ball... Well, hair comes up hair first. Second. Freaky yeah. fast comes second. No, no, no. Well, hair P- first. Pizza comes first. Pizza obviously. first. Pizza first. Pizza, okay. Yeah. So fast is dropping down quickly. <laughs> it's dropping down fast. Yeah. And, um, you know, once I get in the box, it's my job to, to find either the forward or uh, sometimes shoot it on target and not to sky it up high. You know, I, I just have to put it that way. I have to get hard on myself, you know. Um, I'm still I'm, I'm working on it. I mean, soccer <laughs> you never get perfect, so so don't worry about me hitting the boys' sky somehow. You know, sometimes it's just uh, it's just a matter of time. Okay, you knew this question was coming. Everybody, I don't know what question is you coming. You know exactly I what question is coming. I do not know coming. what you're talking about. Uh, uh, you were frustrated and, and on Saturday, and I've been there. Listen, I didn't play anywhere near the level that either one of you guys played at. But I always had that friend who would carry the ball and take extra <laughs> touches. And I made the runs, and I looked back at him, and I'm not in as good a shape as you. And I look back like, I'm tired, man. Why am I making these Joey, runs for? you've never made a run in your life. I've made <laughs> runs Unless you were life. running for something to eat. <gasps> so I'm not sure about uh, that's that. A good point. But, yeah. but how frustrating is it when you don't, you know, you make the run, you're open, you're in prime scoring position, you don't get yeah. the ball. All right, let, let me put it this way. So today, I think that the first thing I did when I stepped on the field was to uh, have a ball and I said Piatti this is how we're doing you kick to me I kick to you you kick to me I kick to you we're gonna do this like 10 <laughs> times so you know just have a kick of it <laughs> um, listen he's our best player right now hands down you can't nobody can deny that um, when the guy has the ball what he can do is just amazing and we got we saw it in Chicago the, the goal is just fantastic to me goal of the week you know I mean, aside Didier's back here, but I think Piatti's goal was, was, you know, really fantastic. The timing was right and everything, and, and that goal was beautiful. Um, we'll get it right, you know. It's always like that. You know, sometimes he has to do what he has to do, and he does it best. But sometimes it's, it's a little bit frustrating, but it's part of the game, you know. But uh, I think today today was a was a good step. He passed to me. I passed to him. We did that, like, a couple of times. So You set um, him up with a game I, winner. You set him up with this. You picked up the assist, right, on I the d- game winner? I did. I told him, I'm like, you see what happens when he passes the ball? You know, just have a kick of it. But, I mean, like I said, he's our best player. He, he scored goals for fun. I can't – I get a little bit frustrated, but – it's part of the game, you know. Sometimes maybe it will happen to me too, but uh, we, we still we still working on it. Uh, just six games, I think, into the season, uh, we'll get it right. Still friends? Always friends. Uh, <laughs> always friends. Uh, we, I like the fact that you we, get on the field and you say, "All right, Nacho, I'll pass it to you. <laughs> you pass it back and back and back and back what? and back." And you know what? <laughs> This is how it goes. I can just imagine, you know, if anyone knows Dominic Aduro and Dom, that is something he would have gone and showed a ball right. and passed it and said, hey, <laughs> just joking around, tongue in cheek. And I'm sure that all the guys get along really and, well. But, so but the thing good. is, is we, we've seen this as a problem in the past. And it's no big deal right now because the impact won and, and you set up Piatti, it's no big deal. But you know that this could become an issue if you guys don't squash this. Well, I, I, I'm just saying I think I think we can. it will be easy. We can win comfortably, you know. Uh, we don't have to wait to, to score a last-minute goal. We don't have to wait to make a combination. Listen, uh, Piazzi is a fantastic player, bottom line. Uh, I mean, uh, there have been a, a few times where um, 
he he's done great and 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 had great assist. There's been a few times where he kept the ball and and he's he's made magic happen. So like I said, you can't take that away from him. It's just it's just uh, one or two passes. We'll get it right. I mean, it's just it's just we're under the bridge right now. We won, so everybody's happy, and um, we'll just move on. All right, enough of this. Everyone loves each other. Let's get to know Dominic Odura a little bit better here. Oh, boy. Little rapid-fire questions for you. What? All right, simple, easy, nothing too challenging. Who can eat more pizza, you or Rick Moffat? Nobody can eat pizza more than me. I'm the king of pizza. I mean, is that even a question? Okay, what's the most you've had in one sitting? How many slices have you had in one sitting? I've, I've had a whole box. Listen, I've hey, had you're a whole, talking Rick Moffat here. I've had I've had a box before game before. I eat pizza before match. Okay, that's what some some people wow. don't get. I so eat Dominic Ojuro beats Rick the stomach Moffat. All right, one nothing Dominic Ojuro. So you've had like a you have like a large like a large. XL? I've had like a medium pizza medium. before a game before. Oh, yeah, smokes. That's pretty impressive. I've done the medium before though. Dom, you've played for a a few cities in the MLS. Yeah. Best city to play in. Um, all right, so it's gonna be between Chicago and Montreal, but so far I'll stick with Montreal. Uh, that's because I, I mean, aside the fact that I can speak French, um, it's just beautiful and the people in it are amazing. Um, I, th- I think Chicago was was a, was a step upgrade to the previous team that I, that I played in. But, I mean, so far, I'm not even saying this because I play for this team. I'm just saying this out of what I've seen. Montreal, the best city. Best so, fans in the Hold league? on. What's the worst one? All right, we need yeah. to know the worst one. I, I, I can't say that. Come on. Are, I, they, I, coming in on, are they coming in on Saturday? <laughs> are they coming in on Saturday? <laughs> I did not deny or confirm anything. Who's got the best fans in the in the league? Uh, well, well I will, again, I'll be very honest here. I think it's Seattle. I mean, Seattle fan base is, is amazing, but I think um, with, with the stadium that we have, the fans that we have too uh, uh, are just fantastic, uh, you know, uh, and I'm just being honest here because I want to go to Seattle. It's just fun. You know, it's just so noisy just to, to, to you can't even hear uh, anybody even calling you for a pass and, and that makes the game beautiful. But aside that, I think our fans too, I mean, they, they were incredible last year, even a Champions League final. It was just amazing. And, um, with um, the the stadium that we have and and um, the seats that we have, I think they they're able to make enough noise. And with the bell too, they're able to make enough noise um, to to make it fun. All right, who has better hair, Joey the Helmet Alfieri or Dominic best hair this in the league? Not fair to Dominic uh, let, me, let me let me just say that I have the best hair in the league, and that is a fact. Wow, hands down, Joey. Hands down. Hands full down, stop, Joey. All right, comma everything. Jeez. What do you want people to remember Dominic Ojero for? Um, that he, he's a guy who loves to entertain. Um, I think I think I, I show that in so many ways. I show that with my pizza tweets. I show that with with me changing my hairstyle every week. I show that um, on the field. You know, I always try to keep a smile on my face, regardless of how the game goes. And and and, and that is how that is how I want people to remember. Be the guy who goes out there to entertain people. What about Dominic Ojero would surprise people? Surprise people? Um, well, is it on the field or off the field? No, no. Off. What about Dominic Ojero would surprise people off I, the field? I read a lot. Really? I, I have a book collection. Uh, that's why are you so know. surprised? And, and I love. No, why are you so and, surprised? And, and, and I love. I love Jeopardy. Jeopardy is my favorite show. Anybody that knows me knows that is a show that I watch all the time. I have it recorded. I, I learn a whole lot of stuff from it, and, and it's 
sometimes I don't get the answers, but just the fact that I'm able to to get a little bit of um, something out of it. Um, so yeah, I love Jeopardy and I love to read. That's I have a book collection. Dominic O'Durell, Jeopardy champion of the impact. I can see yeah, it. Not yet. I can see it. Well, <laughs> who on the team is going to beat you? Who's going to beat him? There's no way anyone gets to the buzzer faster than you. Freaky Fast gets there fast, there and go. he knows the answers. There you go. <laughs> all right, so so what do you put on your pizza? The, just getting back to food, because, I mean, this is this is what the show is all about, right? So the ideal pizza is? Double cheese. That, no, that's it. Oh, yeah. wow. You see, that's the thing see, that surprised anybody me Anybody that knows me, and you can go to the locker room, I hate fruits. Wow. I hate veggies. Wow. Okay. And, and so go on. I like it already. And all I eat is basically just pizza and Chinese. You can you can ask anybody and steak, obviously. I love steak, by the way. So. I remember some you know, Dominic's Anybody that the, knows the Dominic's knows story I, that I, I love veggies Dom? and fruits. Hate veggies wow. and fruits. Yeah. Fruits I'm okay with. But I love the story I said, How'd you get so fast? And he said something about a teaspoon when you were growing up they had a teaspoon and they kept pouring <laughs> fast into him <laughs> i'm like all right and this is the first time i met dominic o'durell <laughs> yeah i mean uh, uh, i think i was just trying to make a joke um you know I, I grew up in a poor family so um you know we, we have to um basically just you know, in the morning when when we're having tea you have to use one tea leaf and you have to be like dip yours as quick as you can you know and, and that kind of once you do that fast you know you drink it fast everything like you know you know bring it fast so you just try to be fast you know just stuff like that but but actually it's a true story um we had to use one to leave and uh, you know it, it's you learn you know uh, i'm just going back to the to the days and uh i think my parents did a great job you know helping me to survive and i think uh, my, i made it that's great. That's I think nice. we're gonna have a hug. We're gonna to have hear. to hug this out. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Well, you stay away, Joey. You're hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, Dom is gonna stay for this hug, and he'll stay for one more segment on the impact this week on TSN six ninety. Welcome back, Impact this week, TSN six ninety. Joey Alfieri, Grant Needham, and our special in studio guest Dominic Oduro. And uh, boys, it's it's a big week. Because it's not every week you get to play against your rival. It's Derby, TFC coming to town. Do you think they're remembering last year? What happened last year? I'm not sure, but the last two games of the season, I remember something happened when you played Toronto. Oh, getting into the playoffs. Oh, <laughs> hosting the game and hammering them. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of I, Toronto I, radio this week. Uh, hear me out, okay? And I think the people in Toronto hate the impact. More than Impact fans hate the people from Toronto. But hold on. But why wouldn't that... I mean, why wouldn't that be the case? What has Tor- Toronto you're ever done You're always trying to knock down to the champ, Montreal? right? You're always trying saying. to... You're, you're not making fun of someone's below. You're always trying to reach and scratch the people up top of you. And so that's where I can see how Montreal... Uh, the Toronto fan base is a little bit jealous of the Montreal Impact and their success. That's hey, a fact. Do you, do you hate them, though? I like, do not hate the- them. Um uh, I have learned not to hit my former teams. Um, I've learned to just move on. And, Is that because and, you and played for a lot of teams? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I'm hurt right now. You just I, just, right I now. just want to get the numbers straight. I lost count. All right. Thanks for having five, me. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. We're going there. Uh, yeah. So, But not because they're your former team. Just because it's Montreal, Toronto. You guys have played in heated games. Like, Do you feel like they're not... Maybe you don't hate them personally, but... 
do you feel like an extra something when you're playing Toronto? Yeah, I, f- I feel like we, I feel like we're just trying to basically, um, um, we're just trying to say we we own Canada, yeah, sort of, or, or Canadian soccer, if you want to put it that way. So it's just a, a way of trying to show who, 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 who has, uh, who has the authority over the, over the other team, stuff like that, you know, and and and. and I think we we have a good team to beat them. That being said, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. We all know how soccer is. I mean, on any given day, anything can happen. But I, I believe, I believe, I believe we're ready. And I believe um, from the beginning of the season, how we've played, even even games that we've lost, it's not like we we, we literally just lost the whole game. We just lost out of a little bit of um, you know not paying attention. And I think I think we. After the game in Chicago, I think uh, even after the game in Colum- after Columbus game, we, we kind of went back on the right track, and it's been great so far. Again, it's just a matter of staying consistent. Uh, again, that that is key. It's going to be hard, but we have we have some great guys up there. We have some good geniuses out there, and, and they're going to figure it out. What are we expecting from Toronto? Like uh, we've seen them play, they've gone. They defend a whole lot better they than they did last two, year. Let me two tell and you. two, six games to open it. On the road, and they've got two more. Obviously, Montreal being the next one. What are you expecting from Toronto this weekend? Um, I I expect this game to be very feisty. I, I know I know I think um, they got beef a little bit from from last year, and, and I think they they holding that grudge. I want to believe that, and they want to come out and show and show us um, they're better than us, which obviously they should, but it doesn't mean they are. And I think I think we, we are the best team so far right now in the Eastern Conference, and we're playing at home, and we're going back to Supporters Stadium. And uh, I think we're just going to show the kind of team that we are. I mean, I know they will come strong, but I believe we can shut them down. Going back to Saputo, how big is that for you? You know, you get to play the smaller venue, grass. Is, is it something you look forward to? Yeah, I mean, especially Drogba too. I mean, think about it. I mean, he, he's been waiting for this, and, and I think um, he's ready. He showed that in Chicago. And, um, yeah, it, it's good to, to be outside a little bit, you know, have the fans out, have that soccer atmosphere. I mean, the big O is nice, but it's different from Saputo. The big O is nice. I, I don't think I've ever heard <laughs> that one before. I said it's nice. <laughs> wow. But it's not Saputo. It's I get it, Saputo. I get it, I get it. Come on, you got to know where I'm coming. I agree, I'm no one ever says the big O is nice. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, so um, it would be nice to go out there and, and, and just play on grass. And, and, and again, it's, it's Toronto. It's, the rivalry is huge. We, we just got to play and have fun. But at the same time, we got to show them we are the better team. And that is what I think. Giovinco, obviously, their trigger guy. He's the guy that's... He's magic. Last year, best player in the league. He just he can seems to beat you, and can beat you so many different ways. Game plan to slow him down. Um, I don't want to say slow him down because we don't want to focus on just Jovinko, even though he's a very key factor um, to the team. I think we we just have to find a way to minimize him um, going forward. I, I think I think that would be the best answer. You can't stop him. You can't stop a guy like that. He, he's too good to be to be stopped. But you, you can limit. What he does, and, and um, we have General Siman, uh, Siman at the back, so he can he can literally <laughs> get it done. And um, uh, Victor is great. Van Du, I think, came in in Chicago. He did a great job. I think all those guys are ready to to try as much as possible to put to put a stop to Jovinko. Again, not to put a stop to him completely, but let him, limit him him down on what what he does. And um, from, from games that we've seen, once you're able to do that. I think you can control the team. Everything goes through Jovinko, and you know, believe it or not. And and once you limit his ability to to make plays, I think uh, we're able to counter and 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 hopefully, um, you know, 
get some passing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then um, we scored a goal and we try to put the game to bed. I think he's been in on every one of their goals. If I'm not mistaken, he's been in on every one of their goals this year. Pretty much, yeah. He he he. Everything goes through Jovinko, and and um, I don't know if they will change that approach, but hope not, uh, because I don't think he's the kind of player that would not want to have the ball, or maybe they don't want to feed him the ball. They have to, and um, we did a little bit of, um, you know, trying try, trying to stop him today, or how we think they're gonna play. So um, hopefully, like I said, uh, they stick to their game plan, and it, it works for us. All right, that's Toronto's game plan. Yeah. What's Montreal's game plan? Is it, you know, I, when we watch the games, Montreal seems to be, when you're on the front foot attacking, getting numbers forward, that's when you're most successful. This counterattacking, it's good on the road some games, but it's not the style that seems to be successful. What are we expecting from Montreal on this weekend? Yeah, I, I think I will start with this. I mean, going out the days or other games whereby we have to worry about other teams. We don't do that anymore on tomorrow. We don't worry about any team. We let the team worry about us, and we're going to let Toronto worry about us, and we're going to have a W. And that is a fact. I, I like just that. said it. I just predicted a W. Dominic Maduro yeah, guarantees a win. I could see the headlines a win, tomorrow. But give me a scoreline. Give me a scoreline. I got about... Uh, well, that depends. If, if, if Piatti passed if the ball Piatti, If Piatti passed the ball, maybe 3 Wait a second. We already <laughs> had this joke, and I'll say it again. Does it really make a difference if he's passing the ball? Wow. <laughs> All right. If you predict the win... What's the scoreline? Uh, you can't put me in that in that situation. Right? That's for you guys to so for well, you. You already to, guaranteed the win. Might yeah. as well go all in. Nah, I say two no. I say three one. Um, yeah, and they're going to score on a set piece, a free kick from Giovinco, just to give the fans what they want. Jeez. Freaky gets one. Freaky gets one. Freaky gets with, one. With, with Pierre Piatti gets one. <laughs> and, and that's a bold prediction. And then if you we tell are, me, we are in, and then. Drogba, set piece to counter the How Giovinco about this? set piece. I'll go piece. on record and I'll say that Piatti is going to return the favor for last week's assist and he's going to set up Dom on, on one. At that least is a fact. One. At least one. It's going to happen. Wow. And when it does happen, what's the celebration you're going to bust out? you got to bust out something special if it happens. Yeah, he's going to go grab a ball and you got to come back to <laughs> He's got to come on the, to the bench area and give me, give me like a five, a hug or something like that. If I see you, because you know, when... people run away from yeah, you on the sideline. Absolutely. When, not. when you score a goal, you like your eyes are all you just you, you know you're so happy and excited. Sometimes you don't even see people screaming at you. You just want to think about you scoring for the team, and sometimes you don't even think. But uh, I, I always have my my one celebration. You know, I just kind of tap my. You know, I have tiger blood in my in my system. I always say that. I say that at practice. I don't have normal blood. That's why I run fast. I have tiger blood. And I just, you know, salute the fans. I just tell, tell them I appreciate it. I was a big fan of, didn't happen very often, doing the Superman. I like oh, doing the Superman or the oh, airplane. Really? And then jumping into the I'm fans. surprised Dom, or jumping into Dom the doesn't fan flip when more. I played. I don't flip? Yeah, you don't do the flips. Like the Blake I, Smith. No, no, you don't do them often. Yeah. I, I, I've, you've what done about them the before. Dance? No, no. A dance. dance, yeah. Normally I dance with the young girl. You know, in the locker room, we just we just try to... Um, get up, a, get a dance formation going on, and and and, and uh, it happens. So uh, maybe we will get one this weekend. Um, well, definitely Is that another get, prediction? Get... <laughs> I'm just saying when I score, I will dance. Is that okay? Yeah, right here, guys. When that'll, he scores, when he scores, be the he dances. <laughs> Thanks for doing this, Tom. Really appreciate you coming along, man. It's uh, really nice to have you. Thank you for having me. Uh, it was fun. 
Grant, that's all the time we've got, man. Extra time's over. 90 minutes are up. We're done. This show flew by. 3-1 on the weekend, Joey. That's what Dominic Oduro said. <laughs> Dominic Oduro no, said. He just said I, he's going to score in Danby. Okay. I say 3-1. 3-1 victory. Giovinco gets one. And the big three for Montreal offensively. Freaky fast. Piatti. Drogba. The Toronto side headlines tomorrow are just going to be on fire. With this Dominic Oduro predicts 3 nothing. Oh, oh my God. Okay, now you're putting West in my mouth. I just said <laughs> I we're going to have a dope. Right I said there's a dope. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but a uh, big thank you to uh, Dominic Oduro, Simon Gaddy from FC Montreal, uh, who joined us at uh, 7.15. Grant, I have to thank you, even though I really don't want to. But uh, there's a lot of people on here who think we have great chemistry. A lot of people on Twitter think that this thing works. You guys want to pass the ball together or something? We're going to hug it out. Hug it out. Hug it out. Grant doesn't pass the ball. Again, it wouldn't make no difference if I passed it to Joey. The next time Grant and I are together, we'll be joined by Rick Moffin on the broadcast. That's Saturday before the TFC game. We're on a three, an uh, hour-long pregame show, hour-long postgame show. This has been The Impact This Week on TSN 690.